Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Stevru. What's up, everyone? Fran Mirabella is out because he's working on a Fortnite pilot. He worked here a little bit late, but he will be back next week. We have a ton to go over today. On today's show, we're going to be doing a large content recap of everything that we know so far. We're going to be talking about the nightfall changes, the exotics changes. We're going to be talking about all of the escalation protocol details that we've gotten thus far and talking a little bit about Anna Bay. So let's get right into it and talk about the escalation protocol details. This is what they've been talking a lot about. Uh, and it sounds like in the public space, you're going to have a lot of uh, different areas to explore and find secrets. But in addition, there's going to be two public zones in Hell's Basin with Escalation Protocol public events that can uh, that you can explore. And if a public event occurs during them, they'll actually sort of meld together into one thing. That is a big improvement. And overall, guys, what is your impression of this mode? Yeah, I like it. Like I think Court of Oryx – uh, like I've said before in the last few episodes, I thought that they should have leaned more into something like that. I didn't like a closed-off version like Archon's Forge was or like um, – every time something new comes out, I forget. It's like Archon's Forge and Court of Oryx. Th- those were inspiration. Yeah. What was the House of Wolves thing now though? Prison of Elders. Prison of Elders, Prison, yeah. yeah. So then – yeah, I like this and I, I think the biggest thing is that the fact that now – and they kind of leaned in towards, hey, you might be able to do this with three people. Mm-hmm. But there can potentially be up to nine people in an environment to help you actually do that. That's the part yeah. that I think is really cool. Yeah, so up to nine. They said that m- – uh, this time around, we expect three to five players at max level to feel required. Yeah. Nine can participate. Yeah. So you're going to go in there with your fire team, hopefully get some friends, and uh, hop in with nine and get those drops. The drops are at three, five, and seven, mm. but you have to complete the phases to get those specific items. We talked about that last week. So be sure you check out last week's episode because there was a few of this on there. So, Stev, mm-hmm. you're, you're definitely endgame oriented. You love doing Trials of Osiris. You like doing the raid. And according to Bungie – that this is an endgame event. It's going to stand alongside the Nightfall, Trials, and the Raid. So do you see that being true? Well, the common theme that I've heard before this has come out is they wanted to make it as challenging as possible. Mm-hmm. I've heard that multiple times from multiple people who work at the studio, and that's great. Uh, I think it's Ooh, about... Ooh, give us names. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Just you know, that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I think it's time that the PvE players get some love in terms of endgame content. Yeah. And this sounds like it's it's getting there. There's five unique bosses. So yeah. at minimum, That's it's gonna, it's five weeks of content. Yep. It's like Court of Oryx when yeah. yes. there would be a new boss every week. You'd have to solve the puzzle for defeating them. And that's that, that I really like. Yeah. Yes. So minimum, it's five weeks of content, which is great. And it sounds like it's super tough. Like you won't be able to do it right away, right? You can't like just go into the public zone that and like. do it the first day yeah. because you have to be max level. Uh, and since it's new content, there's going to be so many people in the public space. It's going to feel like 
a super dynamic world. Yeah. And I'm pretty excited. I think that was a challenge with public events over time, right? You're like, okay, I've done this before. This is a reason to actually go back. There's new weapons each week. I think once you get all five of them, isn't it like they start rotating and filling in after that, I think, or something? Uh, I, the effect? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, those are things I think that are really positive. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into this. So one concern that I have is how much they're talking about escalation protocol, escalation protocol. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be what they're focusing on. They haven't really talked too much about the campaign or what we're going to experience. But through these mini Vidocs, we have seen a little bit more of this worm god thing yeah. in the background. Like that was going super cool, the, that yeah. moment. Yep. Jumping up. During the campaign. So we are going to be fighting a worm god. That seems actually pretty cool. And uh, – Anna, Anna Bray seems like a super interesting character. If you read the comic, the comic was really, really fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was very happy with it. I'm like, oh, man, she seems so cool. And it takes place when everybody lost their light, so sort of at the beginning of Destiny mm. 2. It's almost like a, a prequel. It is a prequel to what we'll be experiencing in Warmind. My concern is – and I tweeted this out. I was super salty. I got concerned when I saw her <laughs> on a computer <laughs> typing, and I'm like, I swear to God, if you made this phenomenal character and she is going to be – an escort character that you're protecting while she types something on a computer. My ghost can do that. <laughs> I do. I do not want Anna Bray. Well, maybe she to got, be wasted. Maybe I don't want she her got to be tractor cannoned and she can't do anything else. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'll just type. And you know what she was doing? You know what she's doing? She was hacking the vault space to give you 50 extra slots. 100. Yes, 100. yeah, that's what you needed. Death. That was a positive, and we'll, we <laughs> yeah. will talk about that from the extra. from oh, the update. It, they said we were going to get 50. They gave us a yeah. hundred. Yeah. Right. So they said 50 initially. They're giving us. Oh, 50 you mean 50 extra, extra on top of the 50? Yes. Okay. So let me ask you this: Did you guys read the comic? I didn't. I I browsed through the first few pages. Okay. I did not read the whole thing. Well, you step. I skimmed through it. It's really good. Totally read it. Everybody who's watching, read it. It's free. So nice. yeah, you just got to go to the website, <laughs> check it out, and uh, uh, it's it's really cool. Um, my con you don't have any of the same concerns as I do about wasting this amazing character that they've built. No, I, I think again we talked a little bit last week about Curse of Osiris. I think the campaign is the thing that people are most concerned about. Yeah. I think. Even when you play through it, though, for me, like, I'm definitely a, hey, I want to do the grind. Campaign really is not a grind. And I wish – a part of me wishes that, A, you could play the campaign a little bit more freely. Like, it's not just through Ikora's memories and stuff like that, even, yeah. even right now, right? But then the other thing is I wish they would potentially implement something else to do after you've beaten the campaign. Yeah. A reason to go back, a reason to um, – and, and maybe there is stuff like that with these exotic masterworks or, or whatever. Like I hope they have a reason for you to play the campaign more than once because, yeah. again, like who's really done the campaign except for multiple different characters? Like have you played through the Curse of Osiris campaign again on your I, – I do not enjoy the Curse of Osiris campaign. And if I were to play through it, I would run through it in 30 minutes like Steph does. But that's what I mean. So yeah. besides just actually doing it with a second character, there's no reason to actually play it after and, you've beaten it. The and that's the thing. Even if the campaign itself is something that you have to run through, there should be compelling character moments in that right. narrative. And I feel like we got a – even with all the critiques I have about Christopher Osiris, we got a little bit of that with Osiris where he is at least with you doing stuff. Yeah. Remember the beginning of Destiny 2 when Ikora is throwing her Nova bomb at that yeah. ship and the ship's yeah. flying off? You're fighting alongside Zavala. You're protecting yeah, the tower. Awesome. Yeah. And it was so we, good. We kind of just chase these hologram images of Osiris throughout the campaign of Curse yeah. of Osiris. And at the end, he shows up and does one thing and, and then he leaves forever. Yeah. I, I hope they don't do that with 
on a beret. I, there has to be a technical challenge that they're facing, but it's just such a bummer to get these super compelling characters that, to me, I feel are wasted. Yeah, I, and that's what we were all at the event, right? Like all mm-hmm. of us sat together that moment when Zavala like does the super, and then you see and the backstory and the backstory. And so I think coming in from that, especially knowing Bungie's legacy with other characters being involved in campaigns, I think a part of me was waiting for that in the original Destiny campaign. Hey, when does Zavala and Cade and Ikora join us to actually play through some of these missions? Yeah. Now, I don't see that happening probably, you know, this time either, but that I think is now the issue. People would probably like to have that. And yeah, I mean, I don't like who knows how she's going to be implemented in the yeah, campaign. And I, I totally agree with Destiny. Destiny has always had an issue with character development. They call you on their comms. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah. doing the great. Only, the Click. only time you really feel invested into a character is a cinematic cutscene. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember this, but do you guys remember the Nightstock? Uh, Night Stalker side quest in Destiny One, where you're where you're chasing this Night Stalker. Yeah, I forgot I what his name is. I yeah. think it's like Tevis or something. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he's you find him, but he's dead. Right. Yeah, I actually felt pretty invested in that uh, subclass mission. That one was my favorite out of the three. Well, that was mm-hmm. at Pantheon, right? When you actually go over and you think yeah. you get it at the end. And, and I yeah, like the Titan Hammer subquest. Yeah, kind of go I, there. It's sort of like a lore building thing. You get the hammer. It's yeah, really cool. And, but there's no character tied to it. With the hunter, they had that. Yeah, and it's it's what it is 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 a sense of, it's a sense of despair. Like, oh man, I couldn't save this guy right. in yeah. time. And I wish they would do that with more main characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Cade, but if he died. Everyone would be like, "Holy crap!" He yeah. Died. yeah, and they don't they don't do that. Don't kill Cade. That's don't, not what don't, he's saying. Yeah. Don't kill Cade, <laughs> but make us make us feel something. Yeah. You know. Well, I, yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about this with the speaker as well too. Like he kind of died off camera. I didn't know he here. died until two weeks after yeah. this. And Steve and I had that conversation. <laughs> I was like, "Do you think the speaker died?" And then we actually went through the tower and explored some of that lore. If you did that right after, yeah. you'd find those messages where he did. Yeah. If you didn't do that, you'd be like, well, he just fell down. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to But here's the thing. Why didn't Gaul like rip off his head and hold it up? Got to work style. Like I know. T14, right? T. Yeah. Or just be like, step on his head and be like, I have killed him. Yeah. He is dead now. Yeah. There was no defining moment where you were like, oh, the speaker's now dead. Yeah. I didn't know. Like he fell down and then the the ship blew up. And I was like, wait, where's the speaker? Gaul, clearly dead. Yeah, I mean, his yeah. buddy clearly dead. Well, I mean, you just See, like you his think, buddy. Though, but, though. No, no. Well, Gaul killed his buddy there, right? Right. And you knew like that was the end of him. Right. I don't know why they didn't do that with the speaker. Yeah. 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 Maybe just a miss. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So those are some of my uh, critiques of what we've seen so far. What else did we learn about Anna Bray? In the comics, she has uh, Jinju, her ghost, and she's a hunter. That's really cool. It's cool seeing her pop her golden gun. Uh, let's talk about some of the positives. I just want to say. Thank you for giving us a hundred vault spaces. <laughs> I'm still not calling it fixed. I'm not saying it's fixed, it's good. but even it's good. they didn't say it was fixed. I said it was a short term solution. Vault spaces have been increased from 200 to 300 items. Yep. And with all the loot we're going to be getting in this expansion. Yeah. Uh, another Wanted. prop I have to give a new inventory category has been created that will contain pursuit tracking items such as those for exotic quests. Get them out of my weapon slots. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Big improvement. Thank big really big improvement. quality of life improvement. Yep. So and, very, and, very happy about that. And emotes, another big quality of life improvement. There is an emote wheel? On the wheel, available in to just apply in the menu, not in the vault. So also Definitely. good. So let's talk about one of the confusing aspects in this update, and that was – the prismatic matrix. So mm. basically they're adjusting the Eververse to give you more free stuff. So it's positive, but the way they phrased it 
was a little hard to decipher. So, Stev, how did you interpret it? I had to read that part of the update multiple times until mm-hmm. I understood what was going on. Basically, TLDR, it's a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not the <laughs> best system. Basically, so, what it is yeah. is uh, every week you get – I think it's 10 items mm-hmm. in that are separate to tests. That can ran- you can randomly get. That you randomly get and there's something called a prismatic – I'm blanking on the word. Um, E-word. Pr- you, you get yeah. something um, – Facet. Every time or the first time you level up on your account, you can't get it per character. It's, it's once. A facet. Yeah, facet. Once a week. Once a week. up to three. Per account and it stacks up to three. And what you can do is you can look at the 10 items in that uh, prism mm-hmm. and if there's like an item you want, you can basically – slot machine and try to get that item that's what it, it seems like slot machine maybe you could buy it but I, I think, yeah they, i think they're gonna make you slot machine yeah i it. think it's gonna be a slot machine the great thing is though is if you have one of those items it's gonna be grayed out knocks so, it off so you have a higher chance of getting it yeah and on top of that you still get your bright engrams every time you level up so it's basically like here's more stuff here's a better chance less chance of duplicates yeah, it, it, it's a step in the right direction. It's an improvement. Yeah. I thought I seriously thought they were nuking the Eververse altogether. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's oh, gone. Yeah, and Tess yeah. is still selling now 18 things now, mm-hmm. which so, you can buy with Bright Dog. Yeah, which right. you and, get from your prismatic reward. Yes, and to note, if you would like, you could spend uh, spend 200 silver mm-hmm. to buy another prismatic thing. Yeah. Yep, not doing yeah. that. <laughs> so, well, that's what I mean. It'll be interesting to see how that's received within the community. Uh, the crazy thing, and I kind of wish Fran was here because he would troll me. Uh, you know, I wanted the um, the selfie emote, and I think I have enough bright dust for it. It's available right now. Yeah. Um, Twenty, thirty. I've probably bought like thirty dollars of V bucks every couple weeks V-Bucks? and months. Yeah, Call in Fortnite. V bucks. CJ has three. In Fortnite, CJ but in has Destiny? three kids. In de- no, in Destiny, I have it, which is what's crazy yeah. because I think that that's what's so weird about just looking at the free to play system versus you know the DLC. And like, I mean, hey, you want this? Buy it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's weird because that's what I'm interested to see how this affects Destiny moving forward. That was a big point of contention. I think the Eververse in general still is. And after, I don't they just make really cool armors that you can buy if you want. Uh, I mean, but that's the thing. I you think sort of can with you have to buy the stuff, kind, then dismantle it. Yeah, yeah. not an exact pick your item. Thing. Right, and that's you need the to difference buy the silver, between get the bright dust yeah. and then buy it. That's the difference between Fortnite and this, but also it's free to play. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what the reception is because I don't typically engage in buying microtransactions in Destiny at all. I know some people do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is again better. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it, it's still just a little bit weird why they don't allow you to just pick something, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we won't know for that until we actually try. I mean, I have a theory with that is there's so many things that aren't very desirable, like ghost shells and stuff like that. If you were to be able to pick whatever you'd like, no one would ever pick the other stuff. I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate to the whole test service sucks, but I'm guessing that's why. She does. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, yeah, she does. I I don't think about it, though. I mean, for the most part, now they're implementing more of these types of things in the actual activities, like – I don't yeah. really I can, care that I can, it exists or not. Sorry, CJ. I okay. cannot think of the last time from one of the Bright Engrams that I got anything I wanted. I, I don't get armor drops me anymore. Neither. Same. I, I just get ghosts and blue things that I dismantle. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, it's not really that big of a deal to me. No, like, me either. Before, remember, do you, do you guys remember when the community was so outraged about it? And they have every right to be. Yeah. But since they're pushing out new content and all the all these quality of life changes and weapon tuning, I really haven't heard much 
controversy. Because nobody has any reason to go there. Yeah, there's exactly. nothing there. And there's yeah. a bunch of stuff to do now in the game. And you can earn Bright Dust and get other weapons that mm-hmm. are actually impactful to your journey playing strikes yeah. and raids. Yeah. And now well, with PvP good. ranking and all that stuff too. Yeah. So, yeah. Did they take out the spicy ramen emote? Well, that's season the one, one that was removed. That's a season one, yes. Yeah, so I yeah. don't think you can get that anymore. And I mean, okay. that's the kind of stuff that's probably going to happen. I swear I had it, and I can't find it on any Ooh, of my accounts. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was the one they removed because of the the glitching. No, no I don't. that was the one you could back walk moment. backward into a wall. Yeah. Okay, yeah. scary. No, I can't remember <laughs> what it's called, but that that's one that broke yeah. trials. But yeah, I mean, the same thing's going to happen with a lot of season two stuff here. Um, you know, from Iron Banner weapons to the selfie emote, and yeah. what else is going away yeah. potentially? Uh, the right broom. Now. Mic drop. Uh, mic yeah, drop. mic drop. So I definitely want to get those. So I'm glad they're featuring. I think it's the broom and the selfie emote right now that you can actually get from Tess. So yeah. I'm going to use my bright dust uh, to get some of that. Selfie emote's cool. I wish the rewards were cross-platform because right now when I go to Destiny Ooh. sets, it's like, you have everything. I'm like, not on PC, I don't. It'd be and it nice still shows that I do. Any of it was cross-platform. Right? I know. Yeah. Any of it. But yeah. Lol. We're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to You said on. but and then you stop. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about – the nightfall changes. Uh, there were, I actually skipped past this the first time, but last night we streamed on Fireteam Chat and somebody called in and brought it to my attention that it is actually a substantial upgrade. Hmm. They're going to be adding hmm. modifiers now to just regular strikes, heroic strikes, and uh, they're adding uh, some new burns. The arc singes are 25%. The arc solar envoid burns basically are 25% now. The advantages include Brawler, Grenadier, and Heavyweight. Brawler's double melee char- recharge rate and damage. Grenader is double same thing for grenades. Heavyweight is triple power ammo drop rate oh. slash double power ammo weapon damage. Power weapon damage. That sounds really cool. That's good. That sounds That's really, really fun. Disadvantages, Glass. Players' health and shields are halved, but recharge rates are doubled. That seems like it would cancel each other out, but you, you will die faster still. Yeah. Because of the recharge time. Blackout radar is disabled and enemies do 20 times increased melee damage. <laughs> that's going to be put on a thrall mission. Exactly. You know that's happening. Getting melee in the face. Iron enemies no longer stagger. No health pools are – and health pools are increased by 50 percent. Sounds going to be interesting. And grounded, players take five-time damage while airborne. I don't even know how to press the jump button anyway, so I'll be fine there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then separate from that, guys, we're getting the Legendary Nightfall Challenge card. Uh, you buy these at Zerg. You sort of upgrade your challenge card, and you can customize it a little bit more. Some of the unique uh, <laughs> unique uh, challenge card disadvantages, extinguish. Return to orbit on a wipe. Famine. Ammo drops reduced by 50%. Match game. (laughs) Players must match their damage type to the enemy shield type. That one is going to hurt. Imagine that on the nightfall where you're loadout locked. (laughs) Exactly. You better be bringing rainbow. Anyway, um, what else do we got here? Attrition. Health regen is slowed greatly. And enemies drop health orbs. That's sort of – that's like a new mechanic. Uh, Yeah, I mean there was a helmet that – Gave you that kind of a D1 of it. Yeah, but the enemies are going to drop health orbs. That's new. Yeah. That yeah. that has a lot of potential for me. That yep. was the most interesting. Momentum health regenerates only when a player is moving. So you're yeah. not going to be taking cover. you got to keep running around. All this sounds really, really positive. I'm happy that they're adding these two uh, heroic strikes also. That's, that's really interesting. Are yeah. you guys – Going to be uh, running more Nightfall and Strikes? Yeah. I mean, I've started to do that a little bit more often for some of these weapons like DFA and uh, Silicon Aroma. So, yeah. And I'm excited to potentially see other weapons that are going to be introduced in Season 3. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if those kind of things are added to it and you get a fire team together, yeah, that's that. those are incentives to do it. And these kind of things, I think, make it fun. Yeah, these so. modifiers are great. Uh, 
I can already tell people are going to be like, why wasn't this in the game at launch? But like, yeah, I'm yeah. glad it's here now. Mm-hmm. It makes you conscious of your loadout. Yes. For instance, uh, the what's it called match made. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I'm wondering if hard light isn't locked because I know right now it. If you use hard light during a locked loadout, you can't change your uh, element type. Really? Because mm. technically, you have to it's go into the, the gun and no, you just it. hold square on your reload. That is um, that's hard light. That's borealis. That's borealis. No, the way the gameplay clip they showed, he was switching oh, on not, the fly. No, I'm saying right now. It, oh, it's oh like that. gotcha. Yeah. But I'm wondering, so like if, for instance, if you can do that, then hard light is the go-to weapon there. Yeah, yeah, and totally. All these modifiers are great. Uh, I'm excited to try them out. Like you said, that thrall mission. Yeah. <laughs> 20 it's times coming. melee. It, it's cool. That's yeah, going to be I'm, rough. Nothing, yeah, but... nothing negative about that. And their whole goal, Bungie said, they're grinding with purpose like the Nightfall weapon quest. So that's good. They've loved seeing people chase after the DFA, for example. Yeah. And this is a step in the right direction. In addition, we didn't even talk about the discoverables. They're going to have a lore discoverables. I'm wondering if those are going to be like collectibles. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, yeah, uh, we did mention the giant sandworm god that I think we all clearly <laughs> saw yep. in the in the teaser footage. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, my only concern, don't waste Bray. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see her kicking butt. Yeah, and then they also said new adventure, exotic quests, and secrets. Yeah, I love secrets. What was the tab that just got implemented that's in your menu now? I apologize, I can't remember. When you actually have the exotics, do you remember? There's like a, uh, it's a pursuit tab, I think. That's what I, yeah, that's what I said earlier in the show. So they're they're adding this, they said that's being added, but it's a pursuit tab. So all those things that were cluttering up your inventory, they're moved there. Really good. So that you can track your progress in those. Thank God. That, yeah. Why they reverted to yeah. vanilla D1. I'm just like, are you kidding? Yeah. When, when we actually queued into Destiny 2 the first time, I remember, you know, there's so much kind of muscle memory when you're playing. But I still think I bring up the, the menu to actually go to my friends list. I'm like, oh, I have the center button instead of yeah. having over, right? <laughs> but yeah. So that progress tab was lost in Destiny, you know, from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. Yeah. And I was like, where is it? There's mm-hmm. now the squares. And, you know, we did that in year one of Destiny. But the progress tab was the thing that kept you coming back. And challenges are good, but this is really nice because there's something to do not just per day. It's like per week or per month. So, yeah, I'm, I'm digging that. I'm glad we're finally getting to the st- uh, well, to the point where everything seems like it's preparing for September. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a step in the right direction. I, I'm mostly positive thus far going into this. I'm sorry. We just got to like strike that from our vocabulary. And this, it's a step what? in the right direction. We just say that and I can't help but smile because it's the thing that I see most on the internet that everybody's just kind of like, yes, it's a step in the right direction. Well, you know, they're building up for September because they didn't have time to course correct everything that's yeah. going on with Destiny. And, and I do appreciate yeah. it. I think that, yeah, I, we just got to stop saying that because everybody. It is a walk down the long <laughs> runway that is a, a fully realized. Destiny 2. Is that better? There, I mean, I like that. Yeah. That's that. No, no, that makes me laugh worse. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, there's a lot of good things. And even with the developer updates, um, you know, I think we tweeted out to Lars and as well, uh, John and Josh, everything. When they're showing the clips of all the exotic stuff online. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Transition. That's yeah. been one of my so, favorite things. Yes. These clips have been awesome. And this week, we got to look at Sweet Business, Risk Runner, and Darcy. Yeah. I think those are the three. And oh man, yeah, sweet business with that ammo reload. You <laughs> yeah. basically never stop firing. And Darcy is basically black spindle, but there is a caveat because it looks like that's happening and there's nothing else going on. 
it's because he's in a warlock rift and the warlock is wearing the boots. What are they called again? Uh, man, I'm blanking. Like, yeah. So he's wearing the warlock yeah. boots that yeah. increase reload. I have the name They're here. Exotic on my boots. Yeah. yeah uh, but basically, if you're in a warlock or if you have it on, your boot. allies will get reload. Yeah. Yeah. Instant reload. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned one exotic weapon that you mistakenly left out of your. Oh, so those are called the. Luna faction, Luna, Luna faction, faction boots, yeah. Luna yeah. Faction and boots. tractor cannon is going to be amazing. <laughs> there it is. CJ is going to get wrecked once I have my masterwork. <laughs> once I have oh. my masterwork, you are done. We're doing a one v one. There's the caveat. The masterwork. One v one. That's the. Uh, that's going to be the lone perk tree. So I we're going to do. Gonna we're going to do our one v one pre masterwork, and we will do one post masterwork. Okay. All right. I can beat him at both. Oh, okay. Give me a tractor cannon and CJ's dead. Let's see. Let's see a vote in the comment sections. 1v1, me and Destin Gary. Our first 1v1 in private matches, I'll make sure I do no other 1v1s until it happens. All right. So, all right. tractor cannon versus – you don't 1v1 anybody. <laughs> we already know that we would all beat you. Okay. Um, so, Wizen Rebuke yeah. versus uh, tractor cannon. What's Wizen do? That's the fusion. I'm, I'm bringing the fusion. Oh, pfft, I posted done. that fusion. You're but, done. No, you can look at <laughs> yeah. it, dude. No, I, yeah. Listen, the Wizen Rebuke, get it if you haven't gotten it yet because Iron Banner is live and a lot of those weapons are potentially going to be He'll be charging up. Boom! And he's gone. That's what's going on. I love this. I am going to clip all these things out <laughs> and smash cut them nicely. Uh, but yeah, so I am excited for private matches and a lot of these... I'm excited to win. Yeah, a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A lot of these exotic changes, great. these are the things that I've always wanted them to do and they pretty much have said that vigilance wing uh skyburner's oath uh the ttk you know point eight uh tokam and josh actually mentioned that kevin um <laughs> have you guys seen the video going around the internet they haven't teased sunshot yet okay yeah. no but no. it's exploding bridge right that's yeah, what john, john teased. Yeah, yeah well there's a video of uh, a guy shooting a harpy with a sunshot and it cuts to like a nuclear explosion <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's uh, gonna be sunshot's gonna be really good because yeah. hand cannons have been yeah. great and i hope that yeah there are some other exotics uh, i think john tweeted something like hey do you want to know more about certain things before um, most people said yes and most people i don't said, i don't want to know anymore it's interesting to see that reaction because i think that you know part of me is in bit of both camps so i can appreciate what they're saying i do hope there's some things that we don't know about that yeah. we have to find and then we actually have to figure it out but it's so that's actually my question junk, for this so. segment my question is what exotics are you excited to mess around with the most like we haven't heard no. about merciless yet no exactly I don't think they're changing that. and i don't think they're changing yeah, too much on that but I, I think that was one of the ones that they're not touching okay yeah, and mida and a few other ones are kind of staying as is and vigilance wing that's the one that i mentioned like that's the basically the i call it the tta game changer that if you end up going into trials and other pvp activities as well as pve they could potentially have enough power to change how the game feels. And if a bunch of things do that, like if Skyburner's Oath has something like that, I mean, it's going to hip fire from the sky and track people. Mm -hmm. That's going to be pretty deadly. Yeah, I mean, that already looks really good. I mean, yeah. everybody knows I'm really excited about Tractor Cannon. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and seeing that clip of it muting people. That's cool. Once, once you project them outward, they just fall or death because they don't have jump. Yeah. And then, you know, if they have a super, it's like, nope, shut shut down. Yeah, suppressor. They're done. I mean, yeah. but, and that's really cool. There's a bunch of these things. I do like how they implemented where now we have most of the exotics in the game. There's a reason for you to chase the masterwork version. They add significant 
significantly not only like stats but functionality to the weapon that allows you to have another quest to get the version of it that's a yeah. more powerful option. So yeah. So that's wait. Good. So which exotic are you looking for? Yeah. That's I the mean, question. see, the problem is answer I, the question. Whatever. Yeah. If I say tractor cannon, then I'm yeah. I feel like I'm you know. That, CK whatever. recognizes <laughs> the greatness that is tractor cannon. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to say it's not cool. <laughs> that's his uh, pick. CK picks tractor cannon. Okay. No. I didn't probably coattails. I am exactly. That's what I was nervous about. I think I'm most looking forward to Skyburner's Oath. I think the clips of seeing that in action. No, jumping in the air and actually being able to hip fire stuff, mm-hmm. non-ADS, I think that looks super cool. What about Graviton? I, you're more of a ranged player. I figured you'd go Graviton. Yeah, I mean, Graviton Lance is cool. I feel like we've seen it a little bit with Outbreak Prime before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm going to like it in a PvE setting. I don't know how that will perform in, Pv, in mm-hmm. PvP, yeah. per se. But, um, yeah, I think that's – it's just – I'm excited for that trial and error again. Uh, I didn't see an exotic IS Luna anywhere unless there's <laughs> – <laughs> one buried in the game that I need to find. All right, so mine was but. Tractor Cannon. CJ lied and said uh, Skyburn South, <laughs> but it's actually Tractor Cannon. What about you, Steph? Mine is actually Crimson. Crimson? Uh, okay. yeah. Why Crimson? Well, it's like the Red Death Hand Cannon, mm-hmm. and to be honest, it's terrible right now. But from a lot of people who went to the summit and got to try it out, Saw and they that. all say it's it, it feels so buttery. Mm-hmm. Didn't we see it when they did a little bit of PvP? Like just briefly, I think we saw that it was much more powerful. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right actually. But they never they never gave it its own trailer or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited because I really like the Red Death and Destiny one. Yeah, and me if it feels too. anything like that in a hand cannon form, I'm I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah, Red Death when pulse rifles were top top tier like yeah i was using that thing and it just looks so cool it does yeah. it, it looks way too cool for it not to be i wish more of a utility i wish weapon. if I you melee it or melee with it you just stab him <laughs> on the end like an animation yeah, like an halo reach stab or him in the chest yeah, yeah. Uh, all what, right what was sorry what was the combo weapon there um where he's drank uh, strum yeah yeah drain strum that so looks that, cool too. that looks cool as well i think the pairing of those kind of weapons if there are potentially things that arise in the game uh, that you know we don't know about yet, and hopefully mm-hmm. there are some of those things. If they pair well together, I'm interested to see some of those things yeah. come to the forefront. So N- neat little fun fact that I found out recently: if you look at the thumbnail of uh, the Mita mini tool yeah. and the Drang, it's actually the mini tool and the Mita and the Drang and the Strum. Like combined? Yeah, it, they're both the guns mm-hmm. are there. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll yeah. have to I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ch- check it out. Look at the thumbnail. It's both guns in one thumbnail. Oh, the the final yeah. question I have for the show as we wrap it up for this one, uh, all I want to know, guys, is are you excited? How are you feeling about this expansion going into next week? We'll start with Steven. I am more excited for this expansion than I was Curse of Osiris. Mm-hmm. And I am still more excited for September, though. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about this – sorry, CJ – is Content-wise, it might seem similar to Curse of Osiris, but they're giving us more things to grind for in this DLC. Yeah. And I think that will hold us over longer. If it holds us over to E3 and they drop that new mode that no one knows about yet, yeah. and then we still have things to grind for during the summer and they drop a like a summer event and then mm-hmm. boom, it's September before you know it. Yep. All right. What about you? So I'd be remiss if we maybe couldn't spend a few minutes talking about PvP. We have not got a chance. We didn't get a chance to dive into it What's last PvP? time. Exactly. <laughs> some, some game. We talked about it a little bit. Go ahead. A little bit. I mean, just just the fact that uh, yeah, Claymore is able to be grinded for. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. me, that. Oh is, yeah. Well, we talked about it a lot on last episode. Uh, Glory and Valor. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I think that you know the biggest thing for me is uh, while I really enjoy 
that aspect of the game. I think the biggest thing is just the fact that it's countdown and survival. I would love to see a classic elimination. Yeah, I would love that game just mode. clash yeah. or control. I mean, or that too. Like, there's no voting option right now. So, from a standpoint of enjoying PvP, I think it's going to be. It'll probably replace trials in one sense because, especially for the next month or two, people will play like Valor or Glory to rank up and actually try to get the weapon. Um, but it's not quite there within the game mode, right? Because, I mean, unless what do you think? Like, I wish that there was a classic elimination or potentially different game modes in that. Place. Yeah, I would love classic elimination to come back. I'm just not a big fan of countdown and yeah. survival mm-hmm. to me. It's when you have the lead in lives, it's it gets way too campy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that gameplay, uh, but yeah, you're right. I wish they would just implement other modes, but like that's not a very hard change. Like they could do that down the line. Yeah. So on the PvP note for me, I just think that I mean it's positive because they're giving you new things to chase for once sure. you level up in that that one thing you do get that yep. the weapon rhetoric claymore and that's cool to me. Yeah. But so for you going into the expansion, you're fairly PvP focused, and you're a little bit worried that um, it's not going to live up to your expectations. No, I think what I'm getting. No, I think that it's right now it feels like trials needs a bit of a rework to be sort of the premier PvP event again. I think when I look online and even for me, I haven't been playing as much. I hope that this creates that trials feeling where I want to grind all the time with a set group of people to actually get this weapon. Yep. Once I do that, I still want to play, but I definitely want to figure out a way that you know, there's a game mode that everybody comes back either for the weekend or enjoys on a long-term basis. Like trials just needs like a mercy or something like that or a boon system added. And besides that, I think these are all positive changes. Okay. So, so I'm I'll, excited for it. Okay. Yeah. Overall, it sounds like you're a little, you're cautiously optimistic. Well, I mean, we've been saying that again about a lot of things, Step but in right. The right well, yeah, direction. all <laughs> these things are, are good things. Yeah. For we sure. need to wrap it up and I want to say my little piece here. So I am cautiously optimistic. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that Anabre is going to be interacting with your guardian and that the story is going to tell something that is enjoyable. I'm a little concerned that the community members who went are saying, hey, don't expect something major because you're probably not going to get it. I'm also a little concerned that no media was able to have any early impressions that might be intentional. So I'm I'm concerned about that, the fact that it was sort of a, a more intimate thing and we've heard less about it than we normally do makes me think, Okay, maybe it's not going to be that good. And we've mostly heard them talk about a little bit about the campaign and escalation protocol, and that's it. Yeah. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm really excited about the sandbox changes, though. That is going to be yes. the biggest thing. But that's not tied to the expansion. That is separate. But some of those things are good. So from yeah. a standpoint of yeah. getting into the expansion, having what you need, the fact that there's a bunch of QOL changes are very, very positive. And for that reason, if you don't have the DLC, it's actually nice that private matches and a bunch of other things are coming because that will keep the people who don't have the DLC you know, engage as well as for the people like us who are, have the DLC and are going to play yep. a bunch of the stuff. So, Well, that's it for this episode. I do want to remind people that we're going to be broadcasting on IGN.com. We'll be streaming IGN.com, twitch.tv slash IGN, YouTube.com slash fireteamchat, everywhere we normally broadcast. When the expansion drops at 11 a.m., I'll yeah. be playing with uh, CJ and Duggan for at least the first few hours. Yep. And then uh, they might go, like, make sure you guys have a little bit of coverage on IGN. I am on the review, so I'll be letting you know my impressions after day one has completed and yep. what we think of the expansion this far. Thank you guys for joining us. Nice, Thank man. You. Excited. May 8th. It's yep. coming. May 8th, right around the corner. Yep. Right. Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's it for this episode, everybody. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.